the Supreme Court permits retroactive punitive damages against Sudan in t- terrorism cases. More than two decades after the U.S. Embassy's bombings in Tanzania and Kenya, some plaintiffs who alleged that Sudanese support of al-Qaeda contributed to attacks have won the opportunity to obtain punitive damages against the government of Sudan. The Supreme Court decided 8-0 to zero with no participation by Justice Kavanaugh in the Opeti v. Republic of, of Sudan that Congress intended to make punitive damages available on a retroactive basis when it updated the terrorism exception to Foreign Sovereign Immunities Act in 2008. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit had decided otherwise, invalidating $4.3 billion in punitive damages and having the OPI plaintiffs award for the embassy bombings under OPI and the D.C. Circuit is to reinstate some or all of those punitive damages. Under FSIA, the foreign states are immune from jurisdiction in U.S. courts unless an explicit exemption exists. Congress amended the FSIA in 1996 to provide jurisdiction in any case in which an eligible plaintiff seeks money damages against a designated state of sponsor of terrorism for personal injury or death that was caused by an act of torture, extrajudicial killing, aircraft sabotage, hostage taking, and provisional of material support or resources. The current terrorism exemption codified at 28 USC section 1605A provides U.S. courts jurisdiction to heal, hear claims against designated state sponsored terrorism for similar conduct if the claimant or victim was at the time she terrorist act occurred, one, a U.S. national, two, a member of the armed forces, or three, otherwise an employee or contractor of the United States. The previous terrorism exception did not permit foreign national employees or contractors to bring claims, although foreign national family members of U.S. victims could bring claims, as could U.S. family members of foreign victims. Section 1605AC also created a new federal cause of action for injuries caused by acts of state-sponsored terrorism. Before enactment of Section 1605A in 2008, the terrorism exemption in the FSIA did not provide a separate cause of action and did not specify the types of damages available. Instead, plaintiffs had to assert causes of action based on some other source of law, primarily state or foreign law. 1605AC cause of action is available for U.S. nationals, members of the armed forces, and contractors and employees of the government. Because the cause of action does not apply to foreign nationals who were not employees or country contractors of the United States when the claim arose, foreign national family members of covered persons must look to state or foreign law for a cause of action. Most plaintiffs in the OPI fall into the latter category must use state or foreign law for cause of action. The cause of action in Section 1605AC provides that damages may include premium damage as well as economic damages, pain and suffering. Under other exceptions to the FSIA and under previous terrorism exemptions, punitive damages are not available against a foreign state, although they are available against agencies 
of foreign states. Upon enacting Section 1605A, Congress permit plaintiffs to rifle cases filed under the previous terrorism exemption or convert pending claims to the new cause of action, directing that such cases be treated as if they had been filed under the new cause of action. Congress also permitted plaintiffs within a specific time to file new cases related to claims that had already resulted in judgments. Even if the time for the filing had expired, in these ways Congress permitted the the new cause of action to apply to terrorist acts that occurred before Section 1605A was enacted in 2008. In OPI, the Supreme Court agreed to decide the following questions plaintiffs presented to the court. Whether consistent with the court's decision in the Republic of Austria versus Altman, 541 U.S. 677 in 2004, the foreign Sovereign Immunities Act applies retroactively, thereby permitting recovery of punitive damages under 28 U.S.C. Section 1605 A.C. against foreign states for terrorist activities occurring prior to the passage of the current version of the statute. Altman held that FSIA as a whole, which became law in 1976, applied retroactively to cover conduct that occurred prior to its enactment. Plaintiffs and OPI Salt to extend the rule to cover not only questions of foreign sovereignty, but also to cover new claims for punitive damage. So Dan argued that the general presumption against retroactively the Supreme Court set forth in Landgraf versus USI film products suggests that Congress must expressly state the punitive measures, including punitive damage, should be applied retroactively. Sedan conceded that the new cause of action in Section 1605AC applies, but argues that Congress had not clearly stated that the portion of that statute that provides punitive damage also applies to past conduct. The court, however, saw no need to resolve the party's debate over interpreted pre presumptions, assuming without deciding that um, Sedan could benefit from Landgraf presumption of prospectively, the court held that Congress was as clear as it could have been that it meant for the newly enacted cause of action to apply to pre-enactment conduct, the court saw no logical reason to apply that interpretation to every jot and tittle of the provision except for punitive damage. The court was not persuaded that the language may include, introduce, ambiguity may simply den denoted discretion on the part of the judge to decide the claim, the court reasoned, noting that Sudan did not challenge the constitutionality or validity of the retroactive application of punitive damage. The court declined to accept um, Sudan's proposal that would require Congress to provide super clear statement when it intends to authorize punitive damages for past conduct. The Supreme Court resolved the question about retroactive availability of punitive damages under federal law cause of action in Section 1605A but most of the OPI plaintiffs are foreign nationals that proceeded under state law rather than federal cause of action. The D.C. court previously ruled that retroactive punitive damages are not available to plaintiffs using state law cause of action for the same reason it had, has concluded that plaintiffs using Section 1605AC federal cause of action can, cannot obtain them. OPI overturned the D.C. circuit on the issue of retroactive punitive damages and federal causes of action, but the 
um, Supreme Court declined to decide whether those damages are available to plaintiffs asserting state claims against the dam. Instead, the court remanded the question back to the D.C. Circuit. OPI may suggest that its reasoning does not necessarily apply with respect to the different causes of action. This is interest for Congress. OPI may not be interest to members of Congress concerned with um, um, Sudan's efforts to conclude an international claim settlement agreement with the United States. Sudan is in the midst of a transitional power after nationwide protests against the Islamic regime of long-ruling President Omar al-Bashir led to his ouster in April 2019. Sudan's new transitional government is seeking to negotiate a settlement agreement with the United States and remove itself from the U.S. list of um, um, state sponsor of terrorism. It is possible that such a settlement agreement might moot the remaining questions in OPI after retroactively punishing damages for the state law causes of action because a claim settlement agreement of or implementing legislation would likely call for dismissal of all terrorism claims against um, Sudan. Plaintiffs could still obtain punitive damages against co-defendant Iran who has not participated in the litigation. A congressional memorandum discussing Sudan's proposed settlement and implication for U.S. 